This is Annalisa, bar manager at Picnic Pub and Patio, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Non-Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude That You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the, How the fuck, fuck did, did he, he get, get here? here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, and the fucking honey badger. Hey, it's Jake Guppy. Reno's very own Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> extra, wow. extra, 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 extra. Way Hunter extra. S. Thompson? Way Whoa. extra. Way extra. Yeah. What's going on, guys? <laughs> That's a new one. Where'd that come from? Uh, came from this weekend. <laughs> All right. Earning them the hard way. Well, how's how's your week then, Ben? <laughs> Hunter? I was good. Uh, we had Dodge for a Cause this weekend. Dodge for yeah, a Cause, yeah. yeah that, was, that was the culmination of the week. It was a really good week. Uh, found out some good news. Got some... Got some bumps up in the world, so move, moving good. on up. And then, uh, yeah, that dodge for a cause thing—that was crazy. I was refereeing. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, they had first they had the Thursday meetings where we all met up, drank beer, ate pizza, and then Friday we kind of wa- did a walkthrough and everybody got on the same page. But then getting out there and just refing those games—it was—it was fun. That that whole event was crazy. I did not imagine that there would be that many people out there eight in the morning drinking beer ready to play dodgeball but it's very yeah. intense. God damn it that was awesome i love seeing adults just argue at dodgeball all the time oh it yeah makes, it makes me happy. the amount of cheating makes me angry yeah just walking around with a ref's bib on people would stop me and they'd ask me rules and they'd ask me stuff and they'd be like well this guy and this guy and uh, and then it was it was funny when <laughs> it was funny when they get on the mic cheater when they would get on the mic and they would be like Hey, dude with the bad attitude, why don't you improve your stance in life and realize that this is for charity? And they're calling him out yeah. over the mic, just like pointing and shaming people that got out of line. Oh, man, I loved it. I want to put it out to the universe. I want to MC it next year. Oh, yeah, that would be yeah. cool. Yeah, there was a little negativity. Yes. They got this kid, this autistic kid. Fucking amazing. Super talented at guitar. 12 definitely years old. Definitely a savant. He's 12 years old, out there just killing it. And then this guy goes up there and starts singing horribly. <laughs> and he said for six songs, it ended up being like an hour. Yeah. People were straight leaving. Like Ashley's own mother took the girls and left. She's <laughs> like, I can't. He's terrible. Like, she, uh, he's like, he's making this about him. And this is supposed to be about the, about kid. the kid. Yeah. And he's up there trying to out. He's singing out of key way too loud. It was it was like someone screaming at you yeah. for thirty minutes while I'm tra- there trying to eat lunch. The kid was amazing though. The kid was amazing. Dude's doing his best at a charity event. He might have had he might have been a little sauced up too. You know, getting yeah. up there karaoke style. But that's but, why I'd be good. You know, the whole MC. event overall though was amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Salute to uh, everybody. It's actually out. I think growing too big. They need they to need move bigger, someplace yeah. else. There's mm-hmm. too. They don't have enough room. Mm-hmm. They're moving on up in the world. So you, if you got but, a spot, holler at us. But uh, salute to our listener. John Jonathan. Jonathan showed up, volunteered, worked at the table. Dude, he listened to the podcast uh, early enough. I think he listened into Tony's Tony Modellan's episode, and then he kept listening to us. And he heard about Dodge for a Cause, and he volunteered. 
wanted to be active in the community made it happen guy got out there and did something he's getting up in the mix yeah are you getting up in the mix yeah Get out there. Step your game up. Put your name up. And your fucking algorithm. And, uh, yeah, help out the community. So, salutes to you, Jonathan. Jonathan. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate meeting you. You made me very... Jonathan, you want to hit us up? We'll give you a shout. It will give you, like, a a request or something on the radio show. Whatever you need, bro. We got Reno as fuck stickers. You need hype men? Yeah. You need hype men trying to holler at a girl? We got you, bro. Wingman. Yes. (laughs) Come out with us. We got you, bro. Yeah, especially when you play some of Caesar's Thug and B set. That'll definitely... Because he's a youngin. Yeah. Well, I think he's got a lady and kids so i mean he he definitely looked young but he he's had lived a life so well, definitely whatever you need though bro you get the yeah. sentiment of what we're saying holler at us still play the thug and b just in case you get in trouble for sure <laughs> or you want some more kids yeah. <laughs> chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> how was your week Sean? Well, well it was great it was busy you know we had dodged the cause on saturday uh had two volleyball games last games of the season uh, we had some controversy at the end of the last game uh, that I was big mad about, as the girls said, and they were super mad. You um, big mad? <laughs> were treated a little unfairly, and it, it had pissed me off. Like I didn't notice it at first, and everyone else did, and like parents were coming up to me after the game saying stuff because I'm like focused on like coaching and stuff, not you know paying attention. So it really is for the girls. You know, they fucking. I have to say, they 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 were fucking surprised when they d- lost. And that's the ultimate mm-hmm. goal. They play their ass off to the fucking end. We lost by two points in a super close, fucking super heated, very intense environment on the road. But, uh, you know, whatever. It's over now. Nothing but smooth sailing to the end left, of the year. Left, left it all yeah. out there, though. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no regrets. How about you, Caesar? How was your week last week? Uh, pretty good. Same nine to five. Just a lot of work. You know, been doing, like, product shots for Moberly. Salute to Moberly. Um, just... You know, taking care of business, doing a lot of edits. He was doing turkey do. Did you shoot the turkey do or whatever he was doing? <laughs> no, he's that was in uh, Louisville. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. No, but like for the the Farino or Fer- Ferreno, <laughs> Ferreno Distillery mm. that moved from uh, San Francisco to uh, here to Reno. Shout out. Yeah, there's going to be a very special podcast soon with them as well, but that's a little bit in the future. Yeah, they did a little fundraiser for Holland. Uh, mm-hmm. Every a dollar from every bottle sold went to the Holland project. Yeah. So salutes to those guys. I bet mm-hmm. uh, I forget his name, but Scott maybe. I think. Yeah, yeah, he came by and said, "What's up?" So, so salutes so, to Moberly. And- yeah, so you know we'll have a special podcast with them soon, and then just that. But this was like the first weekend I really didn't have any photography work. Just finishing up stuff, which was nice. So I chilled at home, dodged for a cause. Sunday hung out with the family, so it was fine to have a not a seven day work. Week. I, I, I love your shirt you're wearing right now. And I keep, you know, I I just remembered, I have a pair of swimming trunks in that same color scheme, <laughs> and I have a pair of boxers in that same color, He's, and they're my favorite pair of boxers because they're like pink a, and blue is like my favorite color. Plaid pink, yeah. Like blue, I love all the they don't, colored, they don't call uh, me Mr. Brunch shirt. for nothing. You would definitely see this on the fucking, golf course some and or cakes. at the yacht mm-hmm. club. Yeah, just. Not everyone can rock those colors, though. I feel like it's good with my skin. You got to be secure in your manhood, mm-hmm. and you need some darker complexion. Yeah, mm. and plus, it's comp- <laughs> it's complemented with the Cortezes, you know. So it's yeah, good. I feel like Caesar's dress has. That's how I dress. <laughs> 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 He's colorful plaid on <laughs> jeans and Cortez. That's how I dress for work every no, day. No, I, I love I love like the paisley spring colors. Yeah, you know? no. We definitely, never see each other in our work clothes. Never. <laughs> we dress the same for work. <laughs> they raised us right. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, we got special guests here this week. Yeah. So, um, one, you guys already know about them, about him, the legend on the turntables. Uh, we have Brandon, a.k.a. DJ, DJ Ethic. 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 Yeah. <laughs> nice to be back. Yeah. Followed by one of the homies. Um, used to live in Reno. His name is Eric, a.k.a. DJ Soros. Soros. Hey, hey. Hey. So, uh, you know, give yourself a little introduction, you guys. I think. All right. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, y'all? DJ Soros. Um, I represent Oakland, California, but I also represent Reno to the fullest. I'm in a crew called Heavyweight Crates. Throw events from the Bay Area all the way to the Midwest right now. Um, just brought the Motown on Monday party to Reno. We're excited about that. Hopefully we can cover that ground. Um, been you DJing with my man Ethic for about 20 years. But it's been, uh, yeah. officially <laughs> we started out as rivals and... You know, we became good friends just Ooh. out of our love for DJs. Some friend of mine. Awesome. Yep. You That's got any right. AKAs for the people out there who want to know? AKAs from for myself? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I go by the prehistoric B-Boy. Here to, nice. Here, here, to de- here to destroy all the fake decoys. <laughs> I've been I've been doing this shit for a minute, so I'm I'm old. Lines on deck. I got yep. I got lots of gray in my beard, so <laughs> he's quick. He's quick with the trigger right there. As we just saw. Chitty chitty bang bang. Nice. And then uh, ethic coming back. You were on yep. episode way back on episode thirty one. Yeah, that was a while ago, man. <laughs> yeah. Thirty episodes ago. Was that thirty? There was thirty episodes. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. This is episode sixty one. Jesus Christ! Holy shit! Wow. Damn. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us back. Yeah, for welcome back. back. Show, man. You, was, you were on like last. I think it was last spring, like May or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was nice. Damn. I know the weather was nice. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot nicer. I was sweating in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does get a little tight in the nice. honeycomb. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what brings the two of you together for, uh, to here in Reno? Go ahead, Eric. I'll let you explain. <laughs> uh, you're, so, you're better, you're so yeah. Words. So, I mean, I have a long history with with uh, hip hop culture in Reno. I was actually one of the like one of the first people to throw a hip hop night in Reno. We used to do a night at the Blue Lamp um, on Tuesday night, and I was part of a DJ crew called Tables of Content, which was dot com. Buddha, uh, shout out to Dotcom and Buddha from Bomb, Bomb Shelter, Shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, always, and another cat called Carfullaho who now lives in Seattle. But we were a four-person crew, and then out of that crew, I started a crew called Sign Language Crew with Ecto One, who we all know in Reno um, as mm-hmm. one of the illest turntablists. We we came up on the scene battling uh, in the late '90s and early 2000s. So I got my I cut my teeth, you know, heavy on the Reno streets. Um, just being a spokesperson for hip hop, being a spokesperson for for culture in general in Reno, and through that, um, I think was it was it Rosario or or uh, was it? I'm trying to think how we actually met because you used to go by DJ Akira. Yep. I, well, I think one day I went to uh, Planet DJ. That was when you and Liam used to work there. Okay. And then Liam, he was. We were talking, and then he's. I think you came out the back. You're like, dude, you should come by when we. Uh, could you guys would have sessions like in the in that area, right? That some warehouse or something? Right. Yeah, that was like we would practice. We would do our turntable list sets at that time. We were opening for like alcoholics and yep. 
the doing a lot of Tahoe shows, you know, local Reno shows. We were like the first ones to bring yeah. Legends yeah, you, and Hyro. You guys were actually and, the first guys oh, that man. I met that actually cut out here. Right. And I would order tapes for Planet DJ and records, and so I'd meet a lot of the local DJs. And actually, that's how I met Ecto, was so through Planet way. DJ, same way. But I feel like in the Blue Lamp days, which, shit, we started Blue Lamp, like, in 97. Damn. Mm. So back then, it was like, I knew about you through Jacob, and also... That's right, yeah, yeah, There yeah. was a girl, I don't know if it was Rosario or... It was probably it Rosa. Been his sister Rosa, and she said it was his, Rosario all the exactly. Time <laughs> and so basically, like, but but it was it was kind of like a Sparks versus Reno mm. rivalry back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So like us, we were kind of on our own thing. Me and Ecto and, and Elzo and and you know we I was part of a crew called Unified School District, which was a hip hop crew mm-hmm. that kind of was born in my garage in Reno, Ooh. and I did a lot of the early production. I got us the deal on Fat Beats. Etc. It's like I said, long history. But when it comes to me and Brandon, like we started cutting together when I'd come back to do shows because I would come back and rock with Unified, yep. and we started getting really tight because, you know, there's there's a couple there's a split in the culture right now where there's people that are supporting vinyl and people that are not, and we both are are both intent on like pushing the DJ culture forward yep. and mm-hmm. what you can do with digital technology, and I think that's where we share a lot of passion for. The DJ, the turntable list thing. Yeah, both sides. Because party rocking and like cutting and stuff, there's, it's getting really popular with the three style and everything. Yeah. But I mean, you have your, your hardcore people that are just vinyl and they don't fuck with laptops and all that stuff. But I don't know. I just feel like since then, me and uh, Stars have, I think, seen a lot and experienced a lot just through DJing. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's just nice having people that you vibe with like-minded same look, mm-hmm. like-minded right exactly yeah. yeah right and i'm i've been in the bay for almost 15 years now so i've been bringing brandon out to do stuff with us out there um my crew does a first friday night and, and a bunch of other parties so we've been trying to just spread love man and just keep it moving because i know that reno needs that and you know i know that bringing him out to the bay like he always likes to rock in the bay so yeah that shit's so dope <laughs> I love it. so uh explain a little bit the blue lamp and dj planet just because a lot of listeners planet dj planet yeah. dj there's a lot of people that don't for know. sure so yeah that was um i mean at the time the only real thing going on in reno that i can think of like party hip-hop party wise there was this dude named ej the dj Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so, so EJ the DJ was doing like you know college gigs and and like he would be doing parties where he would be playing like Hove and like Nori and stuff like that. Where we were doing an underground party where we were playing like Mob Deep and you know Living Legends and Hyro and different side of the same coin. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It is, man. And like come to now where I have a, a greater understanding for music than I did when I first started DJing. Because back in the day, my I was very underground centric. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. like you hear anything on the radio that artist you're like you're like whack. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. And I just came <laughs> up a product <laughs> of that era, right? Yeah, like yeah. kids per- are still like that. That's just yeah. how it right. Was. But That's like how it was. producing for for you know unified school district and coming up and actually having a deal on fat like we had to claim on our single you know it was like we came out and like you know we were we were doing shows with you know 
all the legends, Hyro, Planet Asia. We kind of came up with the cuff from Sacramento. You know, shout out DJ Epic. He came out and rocked the Motown on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Launch party with us. He's a longtime friend. Um, so, I mean, yeah, in terms of Reno's history is concerned. And then I started working for the DJ Shop Planet DJ, and it was Liam and I from Sign Language. And um, Sign Language was a four-person crew at the time. It was Ecto, myself, this dude DJ Life, and this dude Liam. And Liam actually got his citizenship revoked, and he had to move back to uh, London. And so he's back overseas now. He was dope, too. He was real dope, man. He was, like, one of the best scratching DJs in the in, in town, and he's the one who, like, taught Ecto a lot and kind of Ecto really cut his teeth on Liam's style when it comes to, like, Ecto's early skills. And and then Ecto took the the Zulu North battle in SAC, um, and that's where we got really tight with Epic because, you know, SAC um, – Zulu North Stars, you know, shout out to all those folks, to uh, to Borg, to Ernie, and all those dudes back in the day that that have been repping Zulu since day one. So, um, and then from there, I actually went to to sound engineering school in '03. I left Reno and I went to Phoenix, mm. and from Phoenix I went to the Bay. I got an opportunity to work for Asphodel, which was a label that broke Scratch Pickles. We um, worked with executioners and rob swift so i went to straight from engineering school to the bay working for like some of my dj heroes damn like wow. executioners rob swift mix yeah. master mike um so for me it was like nerd boner you know just like <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah. straight up yeah but then again i was i was building my my reputation as a dj in the bay because i felt like reno at the time was just it was too small for me and i mm-hmm. wanted to get out and do some other shit and so i did and i studied like some of my favorite cats like Shortcut and, you know, cats in the city, beat junkies that I look up to. And now I'm rocking with these cats. Fast forward 15 years later yeah. to where it's like, you know, I paid my dues and I, I've been throwing events and, and really just putting in time and effort since 98, really. Mm-hmm. Dedicated. Like hard since 98. Hard. So. Mm-hmm. so we heard last time we had Ethic on, he told us. His first gig was DJing his mom's wedding when he was, how old are you? Yeah, I, was, I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Oh, wow. <laughs> she gave me the home stereo and a stack of CDs. <laughs> like, play, play this, this, and this song when we walk out, and then just play whatever after that. Thank yeah. you, Mom. Yeah. How did you get into the game? Like, How did you start DJing? Is this something you want to do as a kid? That's a good question. Um, I actually started in middle school. Uh, we used to do house parties. And we had like a little mobile DJ crew. So at that time, it was like house speakers and the turntable that was built into the dual tape deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on top, on like a tower. If, yeah, if you had glass on the front of yours, yeah. your shit was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you were jacking your parents' shit. Yeah. And you like, can't break that glass either. I think I, think I have one in the garage. <laughs> exactly. So it was like, you know, rehearsing over like, like Cool G Rap and like NWA records and like. I did Ice T colors like in fifth grade. Colors, We did that as a lip sync and like scared some Reno at parents. Like a, you did, bad. did that at like a talent show. At a talent oh, show. Shit, you did that in <laughs> Reno. In Reno, fifth grade. Roy, Roy Gom, shout out Roy Gom Elementary. That's on hard. Mayberry. Because when oh, I moved, yeah, I moved to Reno yeah. in '92, and my friend wore a Snoop Dogg shirt. He got like suspended from oh, yeah, school man. for wearing Holy a Snoop. Dog- it just had his oh, face yeah. on it. Like the teacher called his mom and shit. <laughs> 
So I was like, oh, yeah, where the you, fuck you is couldn't really do that kind of shit back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah. People were doing like putting on the Ritz and like Depeche Mode, and we, <laughs> we busted out with colors. I wish I could have been in that cafeteria. How old were you guys? Yo, fifth grade, so Ten. Mm. <laughs> 11, yeah, 11, something like that. Fucking scaring the shit yeah, out of a bunch come, of white people. Come to think about it, we did a talent show when I was in middle school, me and my buddy Chris Roundtree. I don't know why we thought it was a good idea to do Dre Day, and I was Dr. Dre, <laughs> and he was Snoop, and then we had these two <laughs> little white girls dancing on stage. <laughs> And I, I just remember seeing the parents' faces like, what the <laughs> fuck are this, is these kids doing? <sighs> Welcome to hip hop. They yeah. just don't understand. Like yep. like my story, <laughs> my story's funny too. Like in middle school, they're like, write lyrics to your favorite song. And mine was Hey Lover by Boys to Men and LL Cool J. And then my teacher's like, Caesar, this is very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I didn't know. Like little seventh grade Caesar was just like, you told me to write about my favorite song. I like this wow. song. You, this my, you, were, my you were pimping early on. That can be forever. <laughs> 20 years later, I'm doing fucking break it down. Tupac and Kendrick Lamar my kids. Yeah, exactly. What? Yep. Culture took over. <laughs> given, them the, given them the difference between an MC and like a, a rapper, you know, like and a poet right. and a poet. Yeah. There's there's differences there that people go. don't know. Yeah. Like I'll you give know? them I'll give them songs and I'll like write I'll type it out as a poem and I'll have them analyze it and then I'll play the song and they're just like what, what the fuck yeah, yeah. I got oh. you yeah you don't even know but anyways and back it's to crazy you, right? that you could even like print lyrics out online and shit right <laughs> yeah. we talk about like when we started digging mm-hmm. like before before, before you the, had internet? the internet and like you just you just well, the, got that line the, wrong and every song like the, the cassette tapes and the cds would have like right. the, the lyrics inside so right you look if, you're lucky, yeah, if, if you're lucky if you're lucky yeah. yeah you had to do the knowledge like mm-hmm. reading labels and the back of every musicians mm-hmm. yeah. so i remember pausing like cassettes or, or CDs, like oh, yeah. no, 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 they're not saying that. They're yeah. saying this. Like listen, listen, <laughs> yeah. like trying to like turn up hell loud and try and like make out what they're saying because they're rapping. Cosmixes were a big part of of DJ culture too. Like we all used to record shit off the radio. Yeah, mm-hmm. when we didn't have the joints and we would mix on tape. Mm-hmm. So going back to when where I got my start um, in middle school, like that's what we would do. Um, we would do jam- like you know house parties and. There was a jam at my home. My homeboy's mom owned a preschool called Little Golden Goose, and we changed the sign to "Go and Get Loose." <laughs> <laughs> we changed the letters up, oh, and we did fresh. we did that a whole shit awesome. where we like DJed um, on tape. And I remember playing like King T and like Paris and like. And how much I love Paris. I love Paris so oh, much. Can't scare white people. Oh, <laughs> and that little raspy oh voice. But at that house party, we actually did like a spoof where we took a New Kids on the Block tape and we like played it for a second, then we broke <laughs> the it. Switch, you know? <laughs> we like we thought we were hella bad because we broke a New Kids tape and we had all our rap tape. So we were. <laughs> it was hip hop from early on. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what brought us all together. Was was that like. I got my start early, and then once I got my first set of tables, it was over. It was like, you know, <laughs> no like, turning life, back. Life changing, yeah. you know. Ah, that's awesome. That is great. It's getting loose <laughs> at the goose. Go and get, go and get loose. <laughs> the, the Little original, golden goose. The, the original mixtapes, though, like re- I had, like I would record like off cassette CDs and the radio. And, the radio. Like, oh, yeah, and you sure. press rewind a little bit, yeah. so like the songs kind of like mix into oh, each yeah, other. Yeah. You got to yeah. put the little toilet paper on the corners, like yeah. It was the we had the boom boxes too. You know, those were like you could get really accurate pause mixes. 
mm-hmm. you know yeah those are dope yeah so uh let's talk about what's uh that motown mondays that you're bringing to town dude you're a better speaker <laughs> than I mean. ethics yeah. here for moral whose idea yeah. whose idea was this <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually Motown on Monday was started by this dude named Donovan. Um, his DJ name is Gordo Cabeza. Oh shit. Fathead. So (laughs) he actually started mom, uh, in SF like 10 years ago. And it started, um, at this cutty ass little bar on Divisadero called Madrone art bar. And, um, yeah, like it took it took probably a good five years for mom to even catch on. Like fools weren't really even checking for it. And then I would say the last probably four years, it gained a lot of notoriety to be able to move into other cities. So it's what started in San Francisco is now in like over 35 cities across the country. Damn, Damn. Um, branching out. Crazy. And so we have a mom in Oakland. Um, there's a mom in Sacramento. And that's how I kind of got introduced to some of the residents. Um, shout out Malachi, who came and did our grand opening. Dropped a dope asset. Him, Epic, and yeah. uh, Baldi. Yeah. Those guys were throwing down. Yeah, man. Just all Oakland OGs in their own right that have been doing it. Um, my other boy, uh, he goes by Technique. He's the host for the Motown on Monday Oakland. And he's a DJ also. Um, but he actually hosts the Motown on Monday with Malachi. And so through that, um, I just got tight with Donovan. We started doing events together. And, yeah, it was just like I noticed that there was that void here. I mean, I've been rocking Loving Cup with with Ethic for a few years now. Um, yeah. I've been actually DJing at that bar since it was Satellite, since my boy. Get Fresh Fridays. What's up? Yeah. And, um, you know, we used to – me and Ecto used to rock that place when my boy Andy owned it. And then – doing events here we've done the native tongues tribute party uh which we're actually due to do because we missed it this last yeah, winter yeah we missed the last one so i was thinking about that you know just a little precursor of maybe what to come next we usually do that party annually and that's another party that we've brought from the bay that my homie plattern kind of spearheads he's done a series of like tribe and day law mixes um so yeah really my idea was just you know bringing some bay culture out to reno and i feel like you know Having having Brandon as as the kind of co-conspirator, just on a musical level, we we just both push each other to to be better DJs, right? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. both someone who really appreciate each other's craft and can sit there and learn something from each other every night. So I feel like that's yeah, that's that's real right there. That's really what pushes me is is DJing with cats that inspire me. You know, I don't fuck with people that like. I really am am not feeling their shit. I, I like mm-hmm. to surround myself with people that push me as a DJ because I'm always a student, man. I'm always looking to learn, you know, and I feel like that's that's really what we're trying to do is just bring something new and also I think tap into the local community because I think there's folks here that are dope that don't have a platform, you yeah. know, like DJs and musicians and people that, just don't have that canvas so bringing those together keeping it kind of tight knit with with the culture supporting b-boying and dancing and try to see how we can integrate that but my long-term goal with with motown on monday is just to have you know a place where we can we can rock good music and it's flexed by good djs and you know eventually 
I'd like to partner with Hot August Nights. I'd like to do some show and shine shit. I mean, I'm a car head, so mm-hmm. I feel like that potential is there for us, especially with Elzo and Ecto, the debonairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. With the car club, it's like it's yeah. kind of a no brainer, mm-hmm. like to to mix good good soul music and and funk music with um, with what kind of Reno culture is all about. Mm-hmm. It's like we have that embedded in our DNA as just a. a a, a city's history here in Reno. Yeah, definitely. So, um, to kind of support that and and also support the local community. I know people get territorial in small towns because I'm from here, <laughs> and so I know about the small town culture yeah. and the small town like politics. Yeah, yep. And you know, it's getting better though. No, yeah. it is. Like, people are embracing yeah. more of the right. It's slowly like Reno's always last on everything. I'm always telling everyone yeah. you resistant know? to like, change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because it's just like stuff comes and I was like, well, how'd you not know about this? Right. And And for people to tell me like Reno needed this makes me feel like we did something right. Making the decision to bring it here because there's people that I mean that with the thing that's cool about Motown on Monday is the age demographic is so wide. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like it can appeal to college kids. It can appeal to old people who originally grew up in the Motown era and it can appeal to DJs or hip hop heads like yeah. us because we can flip stuff in a way to where, you know, I'll take like a Otis Redding sample that could be like the symphony sample and flip it to where it's mm-hmm. I'm playing the hip hop joint back to back. So it's not just Motown. And I think that's a realization for people to understand about Motown on Monday is it's close relatives, it's remixes, it's edits, which DJs are doing a lot of yeah. now. Like, we're trying to flip remixes of shit and keep it interesting in the DJ game and not just play people's shit, right? It's mm-hmm. like, we want to make shit as yeah. well, yeah. As yeah, DJs. Yep. So know? as somebody without the technical ear, I can say it's a great time, it's great music, great vibes, it's it's an awesome show. So Good, man. People come out. Even You're taking it to that next level where, man, like I appreciate your passion for your DJing skill and your craft and everything, and it shows in, in kind of these events now that these events are coming into Reno to like, here we go, this is this is more than just go out and get stupid drunk, this is right. go and show up, have a good time. But you got to educate the people yeah. on like, right. you know, that you're not just out there press and play, you know, play, right. playing, yeah, you're playing off in the of research, a Spotify playlist. All the you know? Got my iPad, man. <laughs> Right. You guys, are, uh, you know, you guys are because everybody's a DJ nowadays, yeah. and everybody yeah. ha- with a you know a laptop, yeah. a flash drive, thinks that they they put in work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but until like, but they don't even know BPMs or anything, you know. But I feel like it's an exciting time for Reno too, because I look around and I'm like, yo, like KRS coming to Jub Jubs, right? And like that's a big show. Like this, yep. this would be like, you know, when I was here, we had to throw the shows, and. You know, now there's shit happening here. And to me, that's exciting. And mm-hmm. to know that there's like different pockets yeah. now. Cause before it was like all just a couple crews. Mm-hmm. And we all knew each other. Exactly. Yep. And I feel like that is what Reno is going to need to do in order to be successful at that is we have to work together yep. as a community, mm-hmm. especially as a hip hop community, which is underserved and, and mm-hmm. underutilized here, just like it is everywhere. And marginalized, I think that. Uh, well, we're trying. We're uh, we're, we're working with uh, Elzo and uh, Ecto and Jamal mm-hmm. to uh, start like a monthly hip hop meetup where they'll be teaching like uh, little workshops on scratching and DJing. Dope. People can come mm-hmm. freestyle for all ages. Yeah, yeah all yeah. ages. People can bring out you know like yeah. 
if they spit, they can come and get some feedback and get tips and just kind of get together as a community and share, share those, you know, you share your skills, whether you're Mm -hmm. 15 or whether you're 35. And then have a conversation, like even about new, even about old, like where this came from, where that came from, you know? Right. Yeah. That's dope. That's really dope Mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. I mean, April 14th. That's kind of the spirit of hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you take it back to the park jams and yeah, it's kind of like it, it's become a multi-billion dollar industry and it's pop culture now. You exactly. Know? It's crazy. And and that's why I think we who really love it are trying to keep it real to what it was. Or, yeah. yeah just your neighborhood the, the, getting essence, together yeah, and, yeah. and playing when yeah. doing what you yeah, like. Yeah. And it's exciting to me because I have been disconnected from Reno culture for a long time. And so to like come back and, and get reintegrated and reassimilated into the fold. It's yeah. exciting because it's like meeting like y'all, like a whole new crew of people that didn't exist when I was here. And that to me is like, it's exciting. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad you guys could uh, come mm-hmm. and join us. And uh, we were trying to do this. The weather's not been cooperating. Know, All the snow on the, God, the mountain. has been horrible. Yeah. Man. Hopefully in the warm weather, I'll be coming up more frequently. That'd be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's not snow everywhere. Yeah. And I'm just I'm I'm slowly plotting my course back to Reno. So this is like the beginning of me full mm, circle. Yeah, coming back and creating opportunities for myself here and just kind of bringing chunks of the bay that that I thrive off of back with me and I think, you know, probably can expect to be back in Reno. I'd like to be back here by 2020. So my goal is, you know, to reassimilate mm-hmm. and just, you know, Big city life is great, but there's yeah. a lot of down. I mean, Bay Area is expensive, bro. Mm, I bet, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easy, it's expensive. like, mm-hmm. yo. I don't understand sometimes when people are like, "That's my rent," and I was like, "Well, I could, yeah. I could go somewhere for two weeks with that guy. <laughs> right?" And then like you're just barely making it. And y'all shit is going up here too. So no, I it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. All these I people know from like Cali and Oregon. I seen hella Oregon license plates yeah. lately. That's the mm-hmm. thing about land. They're not making any more of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the earth. It's hard to come by. The earth. The earth is it's finite. It's finite, yeah. That's real. Well, mm-hmm. you want to take uh, your f- first break and uh, play your song of the week, Caesar? Oh, song of the week is a brand spanking new one. Um, it's a bonus, tr- uh, one of the two bonus tracks that are going to be on that Marco Polo Master Ace that we always talk about, the Brooklyn story. And this one is called Eat, E-A-T. And it's a... Uh, Master Ace, Marco Polo, featuring Evidence, and uh, Premiere on the Beat. DJ Premiere. Of course, the God. So uh, listen and enjoy. Salud. Understand, man, I gotta eat. It's that educated Brownsville brother with a lot of street. Me and Cream, that's a lot of heat. I gotta speak all this truth into the world, but it's not a tweet. Unlimited wordplay in the worst way. Fire like going to work late on the first day. I'm in the field where the herds lay. And going hard till I'm all the way up where the birds play. Flying hard in the eagle till I feed my people. This is only part one, you gon' need a sequel. You gon' need another episode. Elevate your thoughts, get your brains in the weapons mode You gotta break bread at the right table Be on the right team like Mike Vrabel My battle nights via satellite 
Why you stupid motherfucker still saying that you like cable? My mic cable never tangles. Yeah, yeah. It's a view to a kill from some better angles. My conscience speaks nonsense. You that dude from the Ville, don't let him change you. But understand, man, I gotta evolve and transcend so my problems are properly solved. Yeah, and when they solved, I'll be back soon. This shit is hard like playing Black Moon in the back room. Going all around the world, man, we're gonna eat. All this love from the fans that we're gonna meet. Marco on the board, Primo on the beat. All I'm trying to say is that we're gonna eat. Gonna eat. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna eat. Gonna eat. Understand, man, we're gonna eat. Gonna eat. Yeah, yeah, we gonna eat. Yo, I don't write until the Beatles say it's meant for me. And if it don't happen rightfully, it wasn't meant to be. Everything eventually, buck like a century. I'm going hunting, all the animals are sent to me. I felt pressure in the places that were packed in. Looking back, just a fraction of the places that I've seen that raised all my principles. Made me to what I am, my step row is critical. I rep original, it's hard to find a box to fit me. Trying in dark to find locks, that's tricky. Like a song from DMC and Reverend Run. JMJ, never fade away and never done. Never let the one who hold envious traits enter your space. That'll be the end to your day. I mean, we all need a team. Mic check, one, two. What's the point of having dogs not supporting your dreams? I got a lot to see. Going all around the world, man. We're gonna eat all this love from the fans that we're gonna meet. Marco on the board, Primo on the beat. All I'm trying to say is that we're gonna eat. Gonna eat. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna eat. Gonna eat. Understand, man, we're gonna eat. Gotta get get a get a get a get a get a gotta get a plate now. And yo, evolve and transcend, but always keep it tough like trans men. Everywhere this man's been, fans know my catalog thicker than lands in. See, y'all ain't ready, but listening heavy. Y'all hate these cats, but y'all wish for Eddie. Delirious, so they dissing and petty. Cause I'm divine. Malcolm X giving kisses to Betty. Yeah, it's for my wife and my daughter as well. That's all my life, I ain't going to jail. I can't be sleep on the floor in a cell. I'd rather be on a tour with Estelle. I evolved, it was mandatory. Cause I could see that God planned it for me. This is me, understand my story. Me and Ev over cream, it's a whole different category. Welcome back. That was EAT by Master Ace, Marco Polo, Evidence, and DJ Premier on the Beats. Of course, you know, Primo, we love Primo. Who doesn't? Shout out Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Always coming correct. Yeah. From- and Master Ace, one of my favorite Master MCs Ace, of all time. Very good storyteller for sure. We had Ace uh, perform at a night called Blunt Club in Oakland, and um, I, I kind of nerded out and got got like three of my Ace records signed. And nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was mm-hmm. dope. <laughs> what did you think, Ethic? You're quiet dope, over man. Here. I'm never, never against listening to Primo. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Even when he did the song with Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the remix. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still got love for you, baby. <laughs> Get real, that money, man. man. It's, it's Primo, no Primo deserve that money. Yeah. Yeah, if did. there's anybody Dude. that deserves those Te- big checks. Texas boy moving, moving to New York and then hooking up. You the know? production is just so, like, yeah. as soon as you hear it. The scratch. Like, he has that signature scratch. Like, Static Selector has his signature, like, boom bap style. You could tell, you know, Marco Polo as well. He's got to pay attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What'd you guys think of the the Brooklyn Story record as a whole? I, oh, like, I like the tip. I love it. It was one of my favorite. The interludes, last year. the interludes were good. You yeah. know, talking to how he was like leaving yeah. uh, Marco Polo, like leaving um, Canada's from uh, what Toronto, and his dad, you know, like on there too, saying, "Hey, yeah. are you are you sure about this?" And he's just like, "I gotta go to New York or L.A. That's where it's at." And you know that whole story about him coming. Yeah, the con. The, the, they got together, and made like a whole concept, right. made a real album, not just like a bunch of random songs. Like that's that's, right. and they, you know it's and we it's rare. I feel like you get that you know from yeah. artists these days. And we talk about that here all the time, like a a, a full thought, tip to tail. With all your interludes and everything like that. Well, skits are kind of like a lost art. I lost art. Yeah, so, like you look mm-hmm. at like well, that's some your of the best, media now. Dude. Some of the best hip hop, right? Like the, the score by the Fugees, the and score. I think about like mm-hmm. all the rap, mm-hmm. like even Thirty Six Chambers. They Ooh, all yeah, had man. dope yeah. skits yeah. for the Mad Rapper. Yeah, for the Mad and, Rapper. And, and in this age of people just mass producing mm-hmm. music for streams, that yep. gets lost, right? So exactly because people just make singles now. Mm-hmm. But For like, sure. like I always love, <laughs> I always love a uh, pun and Biggie's uh, interludes because there's just like they have funny ones. They're just two fat fucks just fuck, right. just fucking <laughs> and just and they're just like huffing and puffing and I'm right. just laughing so loud like it's funny. Yeah, the interludes are some of the best part. Like, yeah, interludes are <sighs> crucial. Had the Ellis would, I'm gonna sew your asshole shut <laughs> and keep feeding you. you. Yeah. Feeding you. Or ODB. They always had <laughs> ODB like just with random ones. Like, solo yeah. albums. If a brick fell off a wall, right. what would you ask it? <laughs> <laughs> random shit. Yeah. Get your size. Well, get your avias off my mom's table, man. <laughs> 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 Fucking all that shit. Where's my killer tape at? Where's my killer tape? My killer tape. <laughs> Some guys came over with 40s and blunts and it just yeah, came out. Sh- you know, it's like, what the fuck I got to do with my killer tape? <laughs> yeah. so good so good and i feel like master ace speaking of someone that's always had Mm -hmm. good skits on his albums like long hot summer Mm. all the albums like you know that school one where he had paul barman yeah and he was like the classes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and now disposable arts disposable arts that's the one Mm -hmm. and it's all about school and like he's talking about hip-hop hip-hop classes that you could take Mm -hmm. and fucking the features were raw on that record too he had craig g and shit I gotta Salute sh- Master Ace, yeah. man. Yeah, I gotta get a shout out to my little brother. He was listening. He like got in- into Master Ace when he was like twelve. Oh yeah. He's like, he's like, have you he's heard this? I'm like, you're, five li- DOA, you're listening to this? I was like, I had newfound <laughs> respect for him. I was like, you found this on your own? You're was listening it Shannon? To it? Bryce. Bryce. Oh yeah. shit. Wow. Even more of a surprise. Yeah, I think I was like twenty and he was fifteen and I moved back in the house with him and just like the shit he was listening to, I was like, okay, like, <laughs> all right, like. You're fucking way cooler than I remember. I thought like <laughs> you were obviously growing up like Master Ace, Jedi Mind Tricks, like Ooh, Sean P. Like damn, he was oh, just shit. like Sean P. That's my guy. The, yeah, hardest shit. I was like, okay, all right, you're oh, you're my, fine. My son you're the fine. other day he was like, Dad, can we listen to that uh that reminisce song? I was oh, like, what? Who Troy? Like you just Troy. asked for their reminisce over you? I was uh, like, yes. Listen to it all. Which one wow. was it? Which one? That might be a that might be a tearjerker moment yeah. right there. My lip kind of quivered. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> he was like, uh, wow. like Will Smith in The Pursuit of I Happiness. I got <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> yo. <laughs> that nod, little tears. I got it, boy. We need to run out. You're That's a man heavy, now. bro. You're a man now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so well, your son is, is on the path to be a little yeah. scratch DJ, he, right? Uh, yeah, he's, he's learning... 
But I mean, all all they really want to do is play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could be cutting. He'll take a break. He'll come over when I start. Right. But then like. But, minutes it, later, he's but like, it's Kenji who's hella interested in the turntable, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He'll he'll sit there the whole time, right. and you and could tell like, like when people are more interested yeah. than it than other, like the people that yeah. gravitate towards a guitar or whatever. Like, yep. And, and I don't mind my older son not being interested. If it's not for him, it's not for him. It's right. fine. But I mean, yeah, the the younger one is like really. Right. Ch- check out his Instagram because the little scene, <laughs> just right. mixing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it. Saint it. <laughs> gotta start. Gotta start him early. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. For sure. And you can ride his coattails when he like DJs in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, right? You can you carry know? my records room, for me, yeah. boy. When he's on the uh, when he's the house DJ at the Bellagio. And <laughs> 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 no. we're trying to party. Uncle C's need a. We need a hotel. We need you're a room. Gonna, you're, gonna <laughs> too, you're gonna be too old for that, Caesar. No, that's why it's every few and far in between. <laughs> nah, we'll go hang out at the buffet, man. You play bingo. They got a nice bingo room down there. It's gonna be too late. Ke- yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have a spa. You have a spa day. Be at the pool all day. Be like, oh, I'm too dinner. tired. <laughs> late in the sun all day, chilling. Do you remember that? With the track jacket <laughs> and the New Balance. Do you remember the dollar dinner at Cal Neva? Oh, oh shit, yeah. Come on, mm-hmm. yeah. dollar that was sh- yeah, dollar breakfast. What yeah, was that? The, two uh, eggs, two bacon. That Pioneer Casino. Pioneer. They used to have. Like burger. a hamburger and fried for like two bucks. Yeah, we used to get yeah, that shit right across from the, the the theater. The theater, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the oh, Pioneer man. Diner. Two dollars <laughs> back yeah. in the day. Two dollars a burger and fries. Yeah, bro. That was just that's where every drunk person was, went at yeah. two in the morning. <laughs> it was either that or awful awful. When it was like yeah. three bucks back in the yeah. day, four bucks. Three fifty for yeah. awful. Yeah, you know how much an awful awful is now? Ten bucks. Like twelve dollars. Holy shit! I remember back in the day, I thought it was the best, but I was also you know young. Yeah, because it was like, a yeah. deal. Yeah. When I was in college, wow. it was three fifty. You yeah, know, like I'm saying, like I remember. They used to give you hell fries too, man. Dude, it was like a whole basket. Yeah. yeah, it was a whole basket. It was a fries. literal basket it of fries. It was a fucking burger. like it was hard to finish that shit. Yeah, and I'm a big motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're drunk at 2 a.m., that's what you need. You eat a whole basket of fries and burger. Like, all right, true. I need to go home. Now. <laughs> yeah, shit. stop chasing the night and yeah. go home. Especially here, because motherfuckers just oh. go hard here. Hard. Yeah. You know, still, I come back go home. 20 years later, and people are still going hard here, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that, but I was like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man now. We were talking last week, like everyone in Reno Sparks parties a little bit too hard for their age. Whatever their age is, they're partying a little bit too hard Yo, compared yeah. to the other people. And their it's age. been like yeah. that. And then and when we go to other cities, we're just amazing. Yeah, people right? are impressed. They're yeah. like, who are you? <laughs> Where did you come from? He's got stamina. He's got some Reno fucking right. crazy. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> just don't lump me in with those Vegas people. Just yeah. exactly. uh, put me uh, in yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, people from Reno are calloused. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Battle born, as they say. When I lived in Vegas, the craziest people I would meet were from L.A. Those motherfuckers just wanted to, like, rage all fucking night. Yeah. Could not hang. Yeah, they can't. That's why they went to I Vegas. Don't know if LA yeah. can hang with LA us though. Here Nobody can. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, like when I used to live in Vegas, they're just like, "Where was? Where's that shady brown guy, Caesar?" <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, he's out there partying somewhere." He's still partying. <laughs> Not as much, but you know, if you if you're quiet, you might you might be able to hear him in the distance. Well, should we talk about some news, Caesar? You want to do this? <laughs> 
I don't even put the sound effects anymore. Because I do so good. Yeah, Bobby Digi over here. Definitely. We make our own sound effects, even though, like, when we started, we didn't have them, but, like, we could put them in, but we don't. You guys have a Foley studio in the next room over, don't you? Where you have your buckets and your fucking, your cheese graters taped to the bottom of fucking shoes. It's like mariachi band stuff. So I saw the story the other day. This is so crazy. I'm pretty sure this was at uh, UC Santa Barbara, the banana slugs. This kid made an app. That's to Santa Cruz. S- banana slugs are Santa Cruz. Sorry. Oh, UC Santa Cruz. No, sorry, Santa Barbara. Santa Cruz is cooler than you. Yeah, fuck you, yeah, Santa Barbara. <laughs> this kid made an app to sell drugs. It was called like the banana slug app. And he literally <laughs> just made an app, put up advertisements around the school, and sold like weed and cocaine through the fucking app. Good for him. And like a school police officer <laughs> saw the fucking thing and was like, what is this? And they like did a sting and caught the kid like selling drugs. And now he's uh he's going to jail. And Digital just, age, man. Wow. That's some creative wow. ass shit, though. You don't put the shit on the hey. internet. Skynet's always listening. Always. Right? Banana it's so plug. S- it's so smart and so dumb at the same right. time. Yeah. That, yeah, kid that kid's going to get a job the at the like, American dream or something. Yeah. Is it right. like a federal? He's probably going to. Yeah, he's he's catching some felonies. Yeah. Oh, okay, he's then. So federal, federal charges. It's uh, uh, selling meth, cocaine, and other illegal shit. drugs. Oh, they reference Molly. The thing, like, it, like, it wasn't like and it, the name is called Banana Plug. I mean, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Damn. Wow. So he's going to federal prison. So he's going to go with other drug dealers, and he has a job when he gets out. <laughs> Homie might have been a little too right. faded when he decided to make this <laughs> okay. move. He's just too bold. Too it's too too bold. Come on, bro. He's eighteen. Really, bro? That's, that's he's eighteen. Imagine when he learns the art of subtlety and all that. <laughs> exactly. other yeah. He's no, like when, when he gets just smooth. getting released. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all he had to do yeah. was just like remove just one little safety thing, not just like it be openly like, hey, just mm. hit up this app and I'll sell you drugs. <laughs> like. Yo, There's, you heard that banana plug? <laughs> <laughs> Just like blatantly putting up the fucking flyers wow. in your school. You want drugs? Here. Use my app, bro. Like, <laughs> like Mr. Nice Guy. Right. Yeah. Posters advertising Hi, Mr. The Mr. Nice Guy. It's the digital around. version of Mr. <laughs> nice <laughs> it's the guy. Oh, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> you just put your home phone number in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it works great till your, cell phone, your yeah. girlfriend's friend gets one and sees your her boyfriend's number on it and calls you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, salutes to that kid. I mean, shout out to yeah. that kid. Yeah, yeah, do we have real. a name on that guy? Howard. Fucking <laughs> Howard? Banana, no, Howard. Banana slug? <laughs> yep, Howard. His, Banana his man. His last name's Howard. Yeah, yeah, and he even used Snapchat to set up the purchases. Santa so Cruz, damn. Too. Mm-hmm. Hit him up on the that's, app. That's he Snapchats my, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's my, that's my hood. <laughs> I mean, it's super convenient. Like, yeah. I, have, I don't blame anyone involved. <laughs> he, was probably, he was probably just tired of the word of mouth shit, and he's just like, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to make an app. I'm so tired of, like... Talking. You know. I mean, obviously he knows how to code and shit. So yeah, like right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like making apps is not fucking easy. Yeah. Coding is not easy. You can't copy right. and paste. And it was available for download on the Apple Store, so he oh, even got it past. Damn. He even got, he got it, it past, past Apple. Apple. Yeah. Dude, that like is they give slick a fuck. as fuck. Yeah. Like they give a fuck. Well, like we got past Apple too. Well, no, no, no. But but like but like for apps, you have to make it obliged to iOS. Like right. that's the thing. Right, right. Like on Android, it's anybody could put easier. it up there and Open like source. whatever. Yeah. So it's just crazy that he even coded for that. That's so, pretty dope. 
Yeah, he's definitely shooting for the moon. He definitely got the yeah, job. Yeah, when he gets out of prison, he I'm sure job. he'll be doing bigger and better <laughs> yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're recruiting him right now. Yeah, right? He's just going to go work he'll for them. Google is Mountain there View visiting him every very week. shortly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Chapo. Zuckerberg bailed him out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then we'll see him on the news next week. <laughs> like when this shit gets legal. Anyways, uh, next up, Agent Orange last week had a meeting in Korea and it did not go very well. <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. So uh, the president, we just uh, give him nicknames because that's the only word we cuss out. We, like, we're, not, we're out. not trying to give him any shine. No, so he goes by like Captain, uh, Captain Little, Little Hands, Hands <laughs> Cheeto Fingers, Agent Orange. Trumpito. Trumpito. I like that. Trumpito. Yeah. I like Trumpito. Yeah, that's the, only, that's the only thing we ever bleep out in this fucking shit. I like Michael Rappaport's dick stain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good Dude, Salute to Michael Rappaport. Description uh, also. Mm-hmm. He says dick stain and his name, and I'll... I'll abide by your guys' rules. Because <laughs> I don't want to give him any shine either. No so. shine time for you, bitch. So <laughs> fuck that guy, yeah. basically. So it didn't go well. What happened? Well, it's just like they did this whole thing to distract from uh, Cohen's testimony. Yeah. So uh, he was supposed to go make some deal, and it didn't happen. The deal didn't happen. And Surprise. he, in the, when he went over, remember that guy we talked about that got killed by the Warmere or whatever? Oh, yeah, where they were like, no, he's not. And then slowly, yeah, we have him. No. Well, Kishagi. he defended Kim Jong un or whatever about when he said he didn't know anything about it. Yeah, right. Jesus. Yeah. Someone posted, like, it's a good thing Obama got bin Laden because <laughs> Trump would have took, uh, <laughs> took Osama's word. Yes. That <laughs> he didn't know anything about 9 11. <laughs> I believe him. Yeah, he's like he's a good man. I believe in what he said. This is what tr- this is what he said. Oh, he believes him that he didn't know anything that they were beating that kid to death. That's some fuckboy shit, right? Um, yeah. So his parents came out. They were all mad. Like, how the fuck could you go over there and legitimize this guy's excuse? It's just like with the Saudi Arabia thing. Yeah. Yo, that shit was crazy. That reporter. Mm-hmm. The, oh yeah, the yeah. Thing? That's yeah. some gangster ass shit. You just kill someone, and right? you're like, "We didn't kill him. We didn't do it." Mm-hmm. And then, like two days later, you're like, "It was an accident." <laughs> Actually, we, 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 said, we, we saw said, him. No, it went slowly. It's like we saw him, <laughs> right? And right. then it's like, "Oh, we have him." And then it was like, "We're interrogating. We're interrogating him. him. <laughs> we hurt him." And then just we killed him. Yeah. It's like, oh, actually, we killed him and chopped up his body. Yeah, right? We we actually don't know where he is now. We only sent 17 guys there. It's not like we sent a bunch of guys to kill him. (laughs) Come on, man. It's like a fucking episode of Archer. (laughs) (laughs) And Archer's the leader. (laughs) Fucking idiots. Didn't they find like a bone saw too there in the fucking consulate? No, we didn't do it. Bone saw at the consulate? (laughs) That's just the standard issue bone saw. It's in all of our (laughs) consulates. <laughs> That's our letter opener. <laughs> That's our letter opener. <laughs> What's the next one, Sean? Uh, so uh, Captain Marvel's coming out, and uh, Rotten Tomatoes had to make changes because all these sexist trolls were like leaving terrible it, reviews before the movie even came out. So they made changes where you're not allowed to uh, make comments on any movies until after they're released in theaters. Oh shit! And they're like mm-hmm. going through and like shutting down certain. Uh, people's account like because they did the same thing with black panther like racist and sexist trolls i just don't understand why these people are getting so upset about a fucking movie because it's a girl superhero all this other shit going on you're worried about a girl superhero that's just that's exactly what's wrong with the world it's like like in the uh the uh what's it called the dc young 
the with the alien girl they cast a black woman to play the oh, alien Star- oh, starfire yeah the titans the teen titans teen yeah. titans and people got all mad about that it's just like are you really that yeah mad? like an alien like there's no green people like you're not gonna get a green person sorry there's no green skin people <laughs> exactly there's no bad. zamora zamora and like you know in real life so like <laughs> and when you're an alien it doesn't matter what your skin tone is you right? know it's like captain like, covered in makeup yeah it's like captain america captain america could be yellow brown white doesn't matter she you has know? glowing green eyes yeah and like fucking purple hair yeah well, she doesn't like, matter it doesn't matter yeah. what the skin tone is mm-hmm. so uh, yeah captain marvel was even though it doesn't come out they was still uh getting negative reviews <laughs> from all these fucking people yeah. i got my tickets for thursday already yeah i gotta i, 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 I was like i gotta watch avengers we again before women, <laughs> uh, women superheroes so i think it's all good yeah. right mm-hmm. right dude i have a, a two and a half year old niece and she like loves everything Wonder Woman. Like my brother gets her to watch the old Justice League cartoons, oh, and she yeah. fucking loves Wonder Woman and Hot Girl. Like those are you got to see yourself mm. represented. You know, exactly. like she's Absolutely, two and a half, man. and she understands that she fucking loves Wonder Woman. So, and I think that I think Black to speak on Black Panther, what that did for that was you huge. Know, Just the culture, the you culture know? in general, and people you know? of the world, like absolutely, and mm-hmm. the support. How hella people came went behind that movie and supported that shit hella hard. And yeah. Oak, Oakland too, because Ryan Coogler, Ryan yeah. Coogler is having it set yeah. in Oakland. That, yeah, town yeah. biz, dude. Right all there, this baby. stuff at the Grammys every time any like because they were like a bunch of stuff won, and they kept saying Ryan, thank you, Ryan, thank you, Ryan. like every one that won was like thank you, Ryan. The dude's for, dope, man. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Because when I saw Fruitvale Station, th- that was when I was like heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. This shit is fucking crazy. Like, he's yeah. so he's such a good like, and he like same with uh, Creed. Like he yeah, makes Creed. the cities, yeah, a character a part of in it. the story. Because yeah. that's why like some some New York movies, you know, New York is part of the city. Yeah. It's just, part of the story. Being from yeah. Oakland for me, I was just like, this is fucking cool right. to see spots. And we don't we only see it like New York and or like see, L.A. But to see Oakland, yeah, and the diversity Oakland, and the to hear you know to hear short right in the beginning like. Yeah, it epitomized like they're on the playing ball on the court. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was a good. I mean, it was a big year for Oakland in film in anyway, general, with yeah. blind spotting and Boots Riley doing Sorry to Bother You. So yeah, like yeah. last year was like mm-hmm. all eyes on Oakland in the film industry. Yeah, yeah. I so feel dope. like uh, Oakland's West Coast Atlanta. Mm. Yeah, they're coming. Like Atlanta's had all this yeah. shine in like Oakland last year. Yeah, just is getting the shine on a uh, center for creativity for the culture for sure yeah oakland is dope man mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit popping off in oakland right now a lot of uh, art and just music and you know it's always been ahead of the curve for that but right now we have people from all over the world recognizing what oakland is about yeah, starting to be in the limelight mm-hmm. yeah for sure I'm gonna be gonna be sad though when oracle goes away yeah, man. I know. I keep thinking about that. Like, how I'm not sure how I feel. You know who I can't stand is fucking Colin Cowherd. He keeps saying they play in San Francisco, and he goes, "When you got those guys playing in Silicon Valley, I'm like, dude, they're in the fucking East Bay, right? Like, it's across the goddamn yeah. get your fucking whole another place. Get up. the fucking name right, bro. Shit. Get your demographic. Yeah, whatever. That I mean, that always appealed to me. You know, like you're just they're they're representing the whole state, but they play in Oakland. Yeah. Uh, so I really hope the A's stay. They, I, I mean, they're really going to be the last the one. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It would, it would make me sad. Like, fuck the Raiders. The Raiders leave and go. They yeah. fucking the been A's, doing it my entire life. The A's have to no stay. has got to stay. No fucking yeah. Raiders. And if the Raiders didn't make it in fucking LA, they ain't making it in Vegas. No, we yeah. all know that's yeah. the truth. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
It's Oakland all day, yeah. even though the Warriors shit. I hope they stay. You know, mm. my earliest memories being there was just going to A's games with my uncle. And my yeah, pop. yeah. Mm-hmm. Back Jose uh, Canseco, Bash Brothers, Brothers man. Yeah. Ricky Henderson, Dave like, Stewart, Dave Henderson yeah. has haters yeah. on that. Those late '80s teams, yeah, it was yeah. so cheap. Like we went all the time in the summertime, you know, because yeah. you couldn't go to San Francisco because it was fuck too fucking cold. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, Candlestick right was cold for bay, kids. Man. Hella cold. But anyways, <laughs> all right. Next story. <laughs> anyways, this, this this one's my story. So uh, I saw this though too. I was no, going to bring this up. I, to I, you. I was interested, especially since we have DJs here. Uh-oh. So uh, U.S. vinyl and cassette sales are in double-digit growths. So, like, cassettes are, like, 19%, but their numbers are low. But vinyl was up about 12% Dude, last they, year. They fucking sell vinyl at Urban Outfitter. Yeah, and like Barnes & Noble. Foods. What the mm-hmm. fuck? And Target most yeah. recently. I did mm-hmm. see the Whole Foods the other day. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking Whole Foods. And it's making a comeback. So, it, so yeah. And it CDs out. are dead, but mm-hmm. vinyl strong. They yeah. said... Vinyl record sales last year reached a 20-year high. Damn. 30-year. 30-year high. 30-year. And and that, I think RIAA announced that, too, that it was like there's more vinyl being pressed and that that's why people are pressing vinyl out of the country because the weights at U.S. pressing plants are so crazy. Mm. Like my homie House Shoes, shout out to Shoes. Um, He's one of the dudes who was responsible for like breaking Jay Dilla back in the day. He does a lot of. He has a label called Street Corner Music, and he does a lot of his pressing in the Czech Republic, just because there's like mm-hmm. six month wait times. Damn, in the states. Shit. So it's just yeah, man. <laughs> everybody wants everybody wants vinyl, <laughs> and yeah. vinyl is like a hip thing now. Like you see it in movies, yeah, so crazy. you see it in shows. It's it's. I mean, when it's I, everywhere. I think when we started. People were like, you guys still use records? Exactly. <laughs> Even back then. We was using our parents' shit. Yeah. Shit never went out of style. You guys were just always ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? When you, when you stay in your lane, eventually everything comes back around. Right, to yeah. full circle. Just like the 90s is popping. Right. All right. my 90s shit is popping. Yeah, like kids I, have the kids have like shit. '90s dress up days. I never yeah. thought fanny packs would come back. That's, That's one I never. Shit. I've always right? had fanny packs though. Word? I thought fanny packs mm-hmm. were whack in like '91. I've, I've always had. I never. Like, these are played out. I don't like Play- shit in my pocket. I mean, I have my like. own fanny pack. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like kangaroo pouch. <laughs> but yeah, I've always had like a backpack and a fanny pack. And just nothing in my pockets. A purse, purse all day. I call it a purse. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Comfort, comfortable with my stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I see dudes rocking like the fanny pack this way, like yeah. a, across like the shoulder. You rocking yeah. a Supreme fan? Like, what are you really doing out here, yeah. son? Yeah. Are you really yeah. going I to peace. the? Are you really going to the corner store like that? You about but, to get, get robbed? robbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would know Supreme. Supreme, bag. yeah, like that is way they too. They probably much. got the Mark. They probably got the Supreme Metro card as well. I saw this oh, dude the other night at, at AMPM, and he had like uh, he had like a fake Gucci jumpsuit on. Jesus, the whole and he was the dude with the Supreme fanny pack oh, rocking it man. around his shoulders. I'm like, blood. I always too much. come on. I always love watching the videos where. They're like, do you know where Supreme came from? Or do you know, like... People don't even know it's a fucking skateboarding Yeah, game. they don't right. know. Right. And, like, the history of things. And they're like, Harold, oh. Harold Hunter. And they're shit. like, I just got this because it's cool. And, I, like, my parents buy it for me, you know? The kid, mm-hmm. this, there's a kid in my school who took, like, a Supreme cardboard cutout and taped it to his oh, sweatshirt. Wow, <laughs> and he wears it all the time. And I come laugh on, every time dude. I see it. It's that like, shit, you guys don't even is, know. Mm-hmm. 
like I used to like it and I would buy the things that I actually liked. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really in it for to like sh- flex and shit, but like uh I don't know, man. Shit is getting out of hand. It is. I mean, it, 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 kids getting fight at my it, school over like Gucci belts and so shit, stupid. like selling, like the, oh, you sold me a fucking fake belt, and they uh, getting fights and shit. But like, how are you really gonna know? Unless you're in that industry and you right. know when like you're, shit is stitched you're up. You're a 14-year-old. Yeah. Like, so my like kid is not going to know the difference. Yeah, it's the stitching. I feel everything. like Supreme is about to do what Zoo York did at Macy's like oh, go shit. 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, you know, they got, I think you know 50% of the company is bought out by the Carlisle Group, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, George, the Bush family's fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Supreme? Yeah. Yeah, they just they got bought mm-hmm. out. Half of his shit got bought yeah. out. Oh, shit. I'm catching checks. Some of the guys yeah. said that they think pretty soon they're going to start just fucking throwing it all out. Just like with New York. Put it in fucking mm-hmm. East Bay Magazine. I mean, I'm like surprised LRG, that there's not LRG. more bootleg Supreme mm-hmm. happening right now. There's a lot, though. Is there? Yeah, there's like YouTubers that are out there and they're like, this is fake, this is How fake, this is fake. fake. Mm hmm. I don't know. That's, same what the same kids are, that's what the kids are watching. Same, same thing with sneakers. Same thing. Did you well, guys the, see the, that slobby Robbie's Robbie's World on Netflix? Uh, I saw yeah, that. I saw yeah. yeah. That show's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of that same, you know, yeah. that same hype, right? It's yeah. like yeah. You, there's people that are good at picking. Same thing with records, like going back to that, right? Mm-hmm. There's reissues and original print. Yeah. And you could nerd out for days on shit if you're really with it. Yep. Yeah. And you could do it on shit. Especially yeah, with the internet now. There's always a group somewhere that's got the same yeah. thing as you that you can yeah. get with. Yeah. I'm I sure. think I don't mind it if people are doing it because they actually are passionate about it. Like collecting sneakers or, or whatever. Collectors. Cool. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. collecting shit. But right. if you're just buying shit to try and look cool, like flex in front of other people, it's just like, come on. Yeah. Trying too hard. Stop it. I Stop. do have a, I have a little tiff with Supreme all the time just because like they're from skate, you know, like anarchy against the man. Like, you know, we're going to do our own fucking thing, you know, yeah, right. but then they do stuff with Gucci. And then they got stuff. They got their logo on a fucking crowbar. From on another a, artist. A yeah. They stole that shit from another artist. I mm-hmm. forgot her name, but yeah. And shit like right. that. I'm like, you know, they're definitely. That's what happens. Those go- corporations. Yeah. They're going away from the like roots like and they're just cashing checks. Like, right. cool. You're going to do it to cast a check tight, but don't say you're fucking legitimate. Anymore. Well, there's another show on Netflix that said that Carlisle group, I guess they, they're the ones that, uh, I guess they're funding those bombs that are being dropped in fucking, uh, fuck, where's Saudi Arabia bombing? Yemen? I think it was Yemen. But they're they're part of that company that makes all oh, wow. that fucking military shit. Shady. And they Damn. bought half as fucking oh, Supreme. The, the press got to... Damn, Tony Stark? Logger, Tony Stark? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tony Stark out here bombing Stark and getting Supreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They gotta fuck it. Back full circle tomorrow. That's why after I saw that, I was like, yeah, I don't even want to. I'm good. It. I don't want to. I shit. never rock Supreme ever once. Hopefully, like, yeah, in a few months, Vice them. would do an episode on them, and then all the hype beasts will get, like, realized. <laughs> Stop fucking right? rocking with it. <laughs> yeah. And then Vice just got bought out, too, by people, right? They got bought out, too? They got bought by, like, some other one, too, I think. Like I, not I, like I assumed when they started showing Vice on HBO that they had been bought out. Well, like, like no, was, like I think it was just like reason, not like half of it, but like they got some in investors like a, or something. Yeah, I don't know if it's like Viacom or some other. Because when they started off, they were like a new, like you look at their no, old show on they, their they website, like, it was yeah. like documentary news Dude, shit, yeah, like yeah. in Africa, fucking Super hardcore ass yeah. shit, yeah, they like, had dope like ass scary, yeah. like scary, like yeah, like yeah. they're scary fucking yeah, like Vice reporter killed in fucking shootout shit, like. 
but That's like crazy. now i think they got like i don't know which multi-billion dollar media company might have a little piece of it now fox so rupert so, murdoch has vice 2012 what? vice media can boom that, make, that makes sense wow mid-august and that's why their stories rupert they still murdoch have invested 70 yeah. million in vice yeah they still have a hard, we were talking, a hard hitting it's, one. Bro. It's crazy how they still have like a lot of good reporting. No, they have a now. lot, but like if you look more, like you'll get like some weird ass shit now. Like so, they're not gonna feet. have any stories bashing Trump and shit. If they're owned by yeah. Yeah. Nah, the, <laughs> my roommate was just watching something they made uh, like a series that just fucking follows around bashing him. Like, oh uh, uh, really? Like, yeah. Oh shit. That's why we were saying like that's crazy. That so obviously it just goes to show you it's all about the money, not yeah. mm-hmm. not any beliefs or anything. Before we move on, Jake, did you have a word of the week you were going to talk about? Uh, no, I'd put in there relax, but that was <laughs> everybody. Maybe it's, it's kind of coming around. Is that what you need to do? Yeah, that's what keeps hearing yeah, it from somebody. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going <laughs> to. Who keeps telling you to relax? Yeah. The universe. Extra, <laughs> extra, 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 extra. All the, all the constellations in the sky keep just. Fucking... Yeah, pointing to relax. But. I'm so not gonna far. do it. <laughs> so far, so good. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna embrace that, and I'm gonna listen, and yeah, you know, I'm gonna good. consider it heartily. I'll go sit under a tree for a while about it, but then you know, I always get the itch. So you know, so it's the yin and the yang. I'll go, I'll go the see balance, some bats later. It's the balance, Poppy. You can only go against the universe so long. Mm-hmm. You can only redline for so long. Shit blows up. Well. Next up, we got my <laughs> song I like of the how week. You're the voice of reason. Right now. That should tell you something. Yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right. Caesar's the reasonable one. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm okay. Usually, I'm usually not, but I'm getting older. Fair enough. My song of the week is "The New Fire" by Jay Cole. He performed it at uh, the NBA All Star Weekend at the halftime show. It's called "Middle Child." Uh, if you need to check out the music video, because he literally is going for rappers' heads in it. Nice. So uh, check it out. Solid. Please even count me out. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my. Sh- the Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag, as hard as it get. I do not store powder, I might take a sip. I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends, I love them to death. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread if my dick is broke? What good is first class if my dick can't sit? That's my next mission, that's why I can't quit. Just like LeBron, get my dick more chips. Just put the rolly right back on my wrist. This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift. Back when the rap game was praying, I did to act like two legends. Cannot coexist, but I never be for the t- for nothing. If I smoke a rapper, it's gonna be legit. It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame. It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. It won't be cause some slid in my lane. Everything grows, it's destined to change. I love you, little n- I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came. I hope you know money won't erase the pain. To the OGs, I'm thanking you now. Was watching you when you was paving the ground. I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style. I studied the grace, I'm the greatest right now. If you feel me, you ain't got a choice. I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise. This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions. I promise to slap all that hate out your voice. You been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names. I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game is off balance, I'm back on my sh- The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty. But that's how I like it, you all on my d- I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your palm don't make you real Put it on a neck, I got him 
I don't give a f Pistol in your hand, no man. Dead in the middle of two generations. I'm little bro and big bro all at once. Just left the lab with young 21 Savage. I'm about to go on me, jigger for lunch. Had a long talk with the young Kodak. Reminded me of young from Ville. Straight out the project, no faking, just honest. I wish that he had more guidance for real. Too many the cycle of jail, spending their birthdays inside of a cell. We coming from a long bloodline of trauma. We raised by our mamas, Lord, we gotta heal. We hurting our sisters, the babies as well. We killing our brothers, they poison the well. Distorted self image, we settled the fail. I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money in your phone don't make you real Put his on their neck, I got him stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a f Pistol in your hand don't make you real Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was uh, Middle Child by Jay Kizzle. Jay Cole. And he, he does a lot of his own production on this. Mm-hmm. Like, he worked with a producer, but, like, it's like a collaboration. He does so much of his production on his on his music, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I what is that joint off of? Uh, it's just a single it's he released. Single, yeah. I think he's... he prefer- That's the one he did at All-Star? Yeah, mm-hmm. at the yeah. All-Star game. I remember seeing it. I just didn't know that it was out official. And just mm-hmm. the music video. He just talks about like the whole song is just how he's in between kind of the two generations in hip hop because he's older. You know, he's like 30, 34, 35 almost. And just talks about how like he looked up to like all these guys that came before him and studied them. But now he like is contemporaries with all these other guys who maybe don't necessarily sound like him or have appreciation for the older stuff like he does just because he's like a late, like a late bloomer, late comer to the game. But uh, he definitely has a warning shot. Like, if you watch the music video, he's got literal rappers' heads up on the wall saying, like, this could be you. This Come man. at me. He was trying to make some statements last year. He was saying, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he, like he was, going after some of the little. He was putting it out there that he had bars, you know, and I get it. Like, you get your little shine. You got you to gotta show people that you can actually rap, yep. right, because there's so much bullshit mm-hmm. out there right now. But he's definitely – Got bars. And just if you look at who he associates with, like the people who respect him, shows you how he's viewed within the industry. Like, right. yeah. you know, he's compared to like Kendrick Lamar, like one of the only contemporary rappers that are like compared with Kendrick Lamar. It's crazy to me how big of a female following Cole has, too. Like, um, uh, I mean, Kendrick has a big female following also, but I think Cole, like, lots of females. Oh, like the girls at my school love him. Mm-hmm. They're I, like, play Jake. That I like, meet, I play Jake Cole, you know, and they're all like super going crazy. You know, people that I meet that, you know, that I talk to about music that I play out, just like, yo, a lot of people really fucking follow that dude. Mm-hmm. He's dope, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think you it's know? just his personality. Like, he's not, he's never, he wasn't like one of those that came out always flexing, trying to be like. He's very humble. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, didn't he do a joint about not what was the one about Nas? He did like a trip. It was like a a letter to Nas. You remember that joint? I don't think I heard that one. Where it was just I like a tribute, but he was talking about Nas, how Nas was his favorite MC. That's dope. And I feel like that got him notoriety amongst my generation cats. Yeah. Also, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Check them out. A lot of we were talking during the break. A lot of us didn't initially support or feel him, but was not bored right away. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, definitely earned it. So uh, next up, we have our. We're going to change the name officially. We're going to have our meandering question <laughs> section <laughs> since they're no longer very it's, rapid it's never and fast. Rapid. Yeah. <laughs> The answer and explains. <laughs> answer and explains. It's more like an essay question <laughs> rather than multiple choice. And we are we are scoring, you guys. That joint oh, is shit. called uh, Let the Nas, Nas down. down. Yeah, I just Googled it too, down. but we yeah. already passed it. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So first question. Wrap it. Who's going? I'll go first. First question for you guys. Which do you prefer more, the Wu-Tang Clan or A Tribe Called Quest? Fuck. Dude. <laughs> It just depends what kind of mood I'm in, really. Yeah, I but, understand that answer. Yeah. But um I just I I think I'll just go Wu Tang. My whole freshman year in high school, that's all that was in my Walkman <laughs> walking through the halls <laughs> of Reed High School. Into the thirty six chambers. That's all I would, people were like, what Or the in fuck the are car too. That was that was got heavy burn. Especially with the the deep crackling of the, you know, production. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, I'll go woo. <laughs> I'm going De La. Wu Tang or Tribe? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was I thought you said De La, not Tribe. <laughs> yeah. I, George I guess, Clayton. I guess you know where my head is at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm a product of native tongues as a as a hip hop head and a DJ. So, although I like what Wu Tang brought to the table with mm-hmm. that that album. I mean, tribe shit is just yeah. that shit is universal, man. I mean, just the sound—they were doing shit that no one else was doing. Nobody I mean, RZA was too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I just Bob Power as an engineer, what he was doing with the the textures and the samples. Like nobody was sampling jazz records like that at that time. Yeah, yep. you know. I mean, RZA was mixing everything, and I, I feel like RZA's sound was a little more grimy, way more mm-hmm. grimy, yeah, um, gritty, mm-hmm. but tribe was was i feel like pi- more, pioneering more soulful yeah, yeah. more it soulful mm-hmm. that even when i listen to it now tribe it just puts me in a fucking good mood mm-hmm. the sonics of those records just have held up over time yeah i feel like you you listen to it in the whip and it still thumps and yep. like and then they're they're lyrical each one of them had their such a unique voice yeah they're like yeah. no no you're never going to mistake them for exactly. anyone else you hear yep. q-tip or you hear uh, like five five you know yeah. you know who it is yeah yep. so mcs get your own sound yeah fucking <laughs> do it to death stop using auto tune mm. and how crazy is that Delo soul shit that's going on right now yeah, with like uh, tommy boy tommy boy yeah, and yeah. like salute to jay-z you know They're like no yeah it just yeah a lot of a lot of folks are getting behind them which mm-hmm. is as they should you know but it just did, shows you how yeah. shady. Mm-hmm. That's one of the good things I think about music. Artists have a lot more control over their music now than they used to, with uh, especially like in the '90s, especially with hip hop, where corporations kind of just yeah. like well, I mean, even went in and took advantage of people. Even like the power of social media, because you see how many people are going to Tommy Boy's fucking mm-hmm. uh, social media. Oh, it was a disaster. They had to do uh, something, yeah. And I think De La was smart to do that because they knew what a powerful tool that oh, is. Especially yeah. since they already sure. used it to for that album. Yeah, know? they yeah. produced their last album off mm-hmm. of a Kickstarter. like So they understood that. And it just goes to show you, like, 
it's sad to think maybe how many good artists didn't get their shine because of corporate politics yeah. or corporations not wanting to you know promote their music or whatever. But yeah, just like Jizza says, who's your A and R? A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar? You know, like what do they know? Yeah, I was listening to that song the other day. <laughs> Did you watch the breakfast or uh, what was it? It was a Breakfast Club interview or what? The interview with Dela? Yeah, yeah, I saw that on YouTube the other day. So Maceo is dropping science like. I mean, you talk about dudes that really know the music industry and the ins and outs and the, you know, the legalese and to be able to negotiate contracts and like, yeah, damn. these are dudes that have worked in the industry for 30 years and have been battling mm -hmm. to clear samples. So yeah. like just yeah. that side of it to me is interesting as like a, you know, as a person who just is interested in, in that part of the industry is like, these are dudes who have been getting sued for sample clearances mm -hmm. for 30 years. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And so they know the power of bringing it to their fans and what that can do for their music. Uh, so it's to them now. Yeah. It looks like things will be... They, they it's looking to good. A settlement, it's right? looking good, yeah. Mm -hmm. So We'll see what happens. Right wins for once. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear that fucking uh, premium. What was it? Premium Soul on the Rocks. They had like Pete Rock and Primo working on an album. Oh, for oh yeah. Fuck. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right. Can you imagine yeah. if Dilla was still alive right now? <laughs> yeah. The kind of shit he would be making right now? Mm -hmm. I mean, yo, yeah. Stakes is high. Yeah. Come on, bro. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. let's talk about this. Yeah. Next question. Go ahead, Jake. Favorite DJ of mm. all time. You want to go first? <laughs> uh, I have a lot, but like the one, like who, like the who influenced one. you the most, or who's just like your? I mean, your guy. it always goes back to Jam Master Jay for me. Nice, good answer. I I grew up on Run DMC, and if it wasn't for Jam Master Jay, I think making. Adidas and and gold chains and just like he's the one who like brought the spotlight to the DJ, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, brought he, it back. Yeah, he, he brought the the image to the DJ because mm -hmm. before then it was like there was people cutting, you know, there was people creating sounds, but they Jam Master J just made it so fresh, you know, mm -hmm. like, and he was just a dope DJ and it was effortless to him. But for me, it always goes back to him. Because of you, man. Uh, I gotta go with Jazzy Jeff. Right. Good, good, another pioneer. Yeah. Magnificent. You want to talk about longevity, mm -hmm. doing what you love? Yeah, like, man. There's no better, better uh, blueprint than what he's done. It's mm -hmm. uh, and continues. It continues. Yeah. Continuing to innovate still. Yeah, I think he age. just it's like crazy. made a new single with somebody. Yeah. Oh, he's always working, man. Yeah. You think he has like he's on like a magnificent three or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus, he like, does the playlist retreat. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I saw that after you told me about that. I saw that YouTube video, yeah. and that, man, that looks amazing. Yeah. So, do you guys know about that thing that Jeff no. does? Explain it. He brings like artists, creatives together once a year at his house, and he like rents like twenty, thirty RVs, and he's got land. It it looks like Uncle Phil's house from The Fresh Prince, though. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Like he brings like fifty to. It's grown. It's a couple hundred now, but it's like producers, DJs, artists, and now he's integrating gear companies. So he has like Rain and Serato, so Native crazy. Instruments backing him. So they do these things where they create albums in a week, 
where they just mash up all these different musicians. Like, here's a producer. We're going to pair you with a DJ. We're going to pair you with an artist. And you have, like, Quest Love with, like, you know, Masego and Kaidi Tatum with, like, Tico. So you got, mm, like, just crazy. a mashup of artists crazy. and music. Plus, they just they share music and they look on, like, how can we push push this, you know, DJ culture forward? Yeah. How can we be inclusive, you know, with other DJs? And it's like this big thing that he does where he it's all on his dime. He flies everybody out. He puts everyone up. And it's like a for the love thing where he's just like his whole thing is not dying with ideas left in your head. He's talking about like getting them out and they basically map that and they do like team building exercises and it's like Jeff's wife cooks for them. And <laughs> I have personal friends that go and are a part of the event and I get music that comes out of the event, which is crazy stuff. Like I just got recently some, um, some drums that high tech used on the train oh, of thought man. album, Jesus. all the individual drum mm-hmm. sound, like stuff like that where you're like, the Jake one and ill mind drum kits, yep. this stuff that come out of that. Like I got some unreleased Anderson Pac stuff. Shh, don't tell anybody, but right. <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff like that where it's like, yeah, he's innovating, man. Continuing 30 years later. Like you said, crazy man. Like it. Yeah. I can't even explain. It's nuts. All right. Uh, favorite producer. <laughs> Hit you guys with the tough fucking ones, you know? Of all time, because we're hip hop nerds here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're hip hop nerds here. Oh, like, okay. sure. We do pro- we do producer spotlights on the radio show where we'll just play like Dope. you know like a whole set of just one producer's beats over the course of the year. So, who's your who'd you guys just say are your favorites? Definitely Dilla, but I mean, close second is Primo and Madlib. I think the way Madlib chops some samples up is just ridiculous he rearranged i'll have some of the samples that he has and he rearranges it in such as i can't even explain it's just dope <laughs> the way he does it, it's just dope i don't know but yeah dilla dilla number one for sure he was doing shit that nobody was even thinking about like what ahead of the time slum bit like that mm-hmm. 98 i think 98 was their first album the slum or j88 yeah. Best kept secret. Mm-hmm. I can't even. That's that shit. Right that shit there. is still dope to this day. Fall in Love remix was on that. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was a heavy record. Yeah. Ridiculous. Shout out to Dilla, man. We just did a, a party called Lightworks, which was a Jay Dilla tribute. Um, but for me, I'm going to dig a little deeper uh, just year wise and go back to Marley Marl. Because for me, Oh yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. like he had mm-hmm. cold chilling was just such a big part of my influence growing up, and like what he was doing, I think just with everybody, yeah, yeah just on the radio with you know, um, he just spread the with, word about hip hop with in rap general. attack, yeah. you know, yeah. it was yeah. just like Mr. Magic and and yeah, p- pioneering and breaking artists, yeah. And not only being a producer that makes beats, but being a producer that can make a record, because mm-hmm. that's to me the the mark of a dope producer. Yeah, because like with him, with you know, where would be Big Daddy Kane and like yeah. you know, yeah. Master Roxanne Ace, Shantae, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, 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 yeah, Marley for me, I think, you know. Can I do one more old one? Yeah. yeah. 
uh, Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh. That dude. <laughs> produced Denise Williams. One of my favorite songs of all time is uh, Free by Denise Williams, and he produced that. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And, like, the Earth, Wind, and Fire catalog is should yeah. be enough. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's shit. I grew up on, that's my parents' shit right there. That's all right my there. mom used to play in the car. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> yeah, I play that on Sundays. <laughs> um, uh, next, so we're going to switch it up. We talked a little bit about basketball. You guys basketball fans. Oh, yeah. So this obviously is a hot topic right now. We're not <laughs> Laker fans, though, so I feel like we got objective opinions. Uh, Bias opinions. Who is better all time, LeBron or Kobe? I was never a Kobe fan, but Kobe never really choked when it counted. <laughs> when, it, when it counted, you knew Kobe was going to hit that fucking the shot. The Mamba strike. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, he... He was a killer, man, and he'd never fucking back down or, you know, tucked his tail between his legs, which I'm – LeBron is dope, but he's – there's some chinks in the armor there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel cut. like he doesn't have that killer instinct. No, he gets Michael lost. He's a little, he's a little sensitive. He's a little sensitive. because yeah. those plugs. <laughs> I hate I hate those plugs. Accept it. Accept it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Just shave your head. Yeah. He's like he's like Steve Carell. <laughs> either that, either that, or go out like KD and just own it. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah, don't even get me started go, on his head. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> yeah, and I'm a warrior fan. I know. <laughs> He he got the worst hair in <laughs> maybe on the I'm, team. <laughs> I'm on this group on Facebook. I almost said like, NBA. Once yeah. once a month, someone like posts like a, like someone will be watching a Warrior game and take a screenshot. And just be like, what is going on with my man's hair right now? I wish I knew. <laughs> I wonder. That's when you got that I'm much like, money. You should like fuck it. I'm like, you got an NBA paper, son? You better be getting faded up in the (laughs) locker room. Iverson Iverson had the Braider go with him on on the road. Lots of players have their own. I always wonder if there's barbers, like pregame, if people get their shit done. I just Before read an article game. about like I've always wondered like high end barbers who like tra- like some players pay for them to travel with right. the team Damn. so that like you would think like before That's, every game you don't have time to go to the barber up. shop yeah, when no. you're on the mm-hmm. way like yeah, leave the hotel you know go to the thing? shop and then come back like there was game. a whole article about like so, you know it's all by word of mouth like Instagram like some dudes move across the country when the players like changes teams. Wow, yeah. oh, that's dope. Yeah, and then just like so the guys, like it's just like a a sick, yo life goals, right? <laughs> Have a bar right, right there. Yeah. It's a comfort thing for them. Like they're like for me, you know. There's someone they can trust, obviously. Yeah. So they can like they're friends with them because yeah. they're mm-hmm. so close with them, and that you know they know they're they're not they're going to respect you yeah. know like their privacy and whatnot. But you yeah. see, it's such a drastic because you see motherfuckers who are just. They don't have their shit tight on game day, yeah, and don't care. Some guys just don't give a fuck. And there's some that always is like flawless. So I'm yeah. like, like the I'll, Martin I'll, twins I'll, at UNR, their shit, like they get their. You can tell, like they get their braids touched up constantly, and they, they got their beards on point. And like, you know what? Now, see, Salutes I, to you. I get some, that. I get that trust thing. So I went to Supercuts one time, <laughs> and I've never gotten my hair cut anywhere. Oh, yeah. then. I fade my own shit now. Salutes <laughs> to my boy Soup. Soup, I miss you lining me up, bro. I love Don. <laughs> I Shout out to all the dope barbers out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Soup, yeah. I miss you. I know you moved on to bigger and better mm-hmm. things. I love Don, but he can't replace you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, do, what do they say? You cheat on your girlfriend, not on your barber? <laughs> oh, Yo. <shit. laughs> 
It's like the episode of Atlanta where he goes through the whole day yeah. putting up with his barber's bullshit because yeah. he's like, he's not going to go sit for somebody else. Yeah. He's like, the other chair's open, man. Yeah. And he like looks yeah. at the other dude and he's like, nah. nah. <laughs> he That's takes so him funny. to the construction site and <laughs> yeah. gives him some old ass food. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, what does he say? You want some Bojangles? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who's your favorite yeah. Golden State Warrior of all time? Tim Hardaway, man. Hardaway. Hey. Killer crossover. Mm. That was when I was when I was like in middle school and I used to watch him play. My uncle would take me to Warrior Games and just watching him bring the ball up and then cross somebody up. That was like my favorite shit. And that's uh yeah, when he I was one ball. of those first score first point guy point guards who could score too. Yeah. Like wasn't Handles. just like distributing. That was the, the first ball. time I've seen anybody run TMC. Yeah, TMC man. First, that was, that the first was a guy good era. Just, that was a good era, and it was cool. Like as a hip hop fan, being a Run DMC fan, and like them yeah, embracing the it, TMC, you know, yeah. like it was just so fucking cool. I was like, my squad, like that was Chris Mullins, Mitch Richmond. I think I gotta go hard away, also, man. Mine's Mitch Richmond for sure. Mitch that just yeah. yeah. I had I I got his autograph when I was a little kid. I had the poster up like until I was probably like twenty two. Like that's dope. autograph poster of him. Yeah, but those yeah definitely. Yeah, they were. That was just, that was a good team. <laughs> that was before the bad times came. <laughs> yeah, Dark man. times before Spreewell, <laughs> Chris right. Webber, Joe Smith, mm-hmm. <laughs> Todd Fuller. That's, that's all you Warrior fans. So like there. when people hate, I'm like, do you know how long we've been waiting for this shit? Like, I don't give a fuck. A fucking yeah. drought. Like I don't a give a fuck. I st- I fucking uh-huh. talk so much shit. <laughs> like it, whenever I, because I remember in 2007 when they beat the Mavericks. Yeah. I didn't know. I knew like three Warrior fans then. So I'd like that's why I'm like some of these people I'm like, where you are you know, where yeah. were you then? Oh, they came out of the woodwork. Bro. Now, yeah, 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 all everywhere. the Lakers fans turned into Warrior. Fans. All these Kings fans <laughs> up here in Reno are Warrior fans it's now. Crazy. But salute to you, real Warriors fans who knew the, the like. That's why I tell people I'm like, the Warriors were terrible for 20 years. Like forever. I was still a fan. So like, we we like, deserve this. Yes, bro. like, like I, I'm enjoying every patiently. fucking second of this. And I, yes, I'm rubbing it in your face. <laughs> Fuck your squad, Warriors all day. Straight up. Now I'm just waiting for the Raiders. You think I got sad because we signed Durant? Please. Yeah, fuck that. I, know I, was tripping. I got more text than that than my birthday. People were so happy for me. I was tripping to see people rocking dub shit in bullies the last time I was here watching a playoff game last year. Oh, no shit. There was like mad Warriors shirts and shit, jerseys that yeah. I'd never seen that in Reno Even before. Even at the, the Target all crispy. Here, the Target here That's has that know. gang of Warriors shit now. They never Word. had that before. Yeah, yeah, I had to get my Warriors stuff from the Bay Area when I lived here as a kid. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll be making runs up here. Just holler at me. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, that's real talk, yeah. bro. Um, all right, last one. Last album or artist you listened to? Like in the car. Yeah, who are you feeling right now? Like, yeah. Or just who are you feeling you really right now? really want me to pull up my spot? My spot Do up. it. Lay down that <laughs> list. I was listening to a Motown playlist to get me motivated to warm for, you up so for tonight so i'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. it was some motown shit but let me tell you exactly what it was i was listening to actually today i listened to the whole common album resurrection from Ooh. start to finish on the mm-hmm. way down oh, here nice. and i was tripping because like ID. the scratches on that record that mr sinister from executioners so did dope. were so ahead of their time that shit no goes ID. so well with the fucking music such a good record oh but that was the album. The last official single was the Four Tops. Uh, <laughs> I'll be there. Oh, nice. I'll be there. 
That's my. That's always yeah. good. Yeah. That's the type. Of, I like this because like it brought me closer to my parents because I like like the music and I could talk to yeah. them about yeah. the music. Like, oh yeah, like blah blah blah. They're playing this and this. And like, what? <laughs> you guys listen to that? Like, yeah, mom, we got soul. We know it's up. <laughs> yeah. Every time we make a mix, Sean's like, yeah. Or my parents will listen to this. One. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, my parents weren't even like that either. They're like. My mom listened to the Bookies, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> the who? The, the Bookies. Who? The Bookies. So in like Latin culture, it's like crazy, like you know the Beatles, pretty much. But in like Latin culture, oh shit! So and like, then they have like Marco, like Antonio Solis or whatever his <laughs> name is. He has the crazy, wavy, beautiful hair, and like. <laughs> Where are they from? I've never heard of that. Yeah. The Bookies. Where are they from? I don't know and exactly. I know, I and I know even... hella Latin music yeah. too. And I'm like, we'll play, wow, I'll, play the, I'll play. I'll play the Bookies after this. So it's the Latin version of the, <laughs> the Beatles, pretty kinda. much. Wow. And then one of the guy pretty much like went and did his own solo. When you say shit. Latin, like what? What? Where's your parent? Where's your Mexico. family from? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like where in Mexico? Uh, Sonora's where my mom is, and like Salvador too, like where okay. my dad. And but yeah, I so. got I got fam in uh, Jalisco. And okay. Guadalajara mm. and D- Durango yeah. and shit, but yeah, like the bookies. ask him, see if they know about this. <laughs> yeah. I, I want the some bookies. The bookies. I'll play, I'll play some. Out. I'll play some after this. <laughs> what about you, Ethic? Emilio knows. <laughs> the last thing that I listened to was uh, Cool and the Gang. Fresh. I love that Ooh, song. That's a good so one. So fresh, she's so fresh. The Jones Girls, Nights Over Egypt. That's like one of my favorite fucking songs. That's why when I heard Tracy Lee's that I think on his album, I heard that sample. I was like, God damn. It's just such a great song. Well, that's another reason I think. So we talk about it all the time that so many people will recognize old soul because they've heard the samples, yeah, and the hip hop, yeah. the yeah. music they listen to. And like going back to Premiere, he's like, the reason we used it is because they were our parents' records. We didn't have records, yep. so we had to use their records. So, boom. If only, oh, yeah, give it the culture. Soul. Give it the culture. Well, thank you guys for completing the, yeah. <laughs> the meandering yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking kicking rocks. Before we go, we just got some local news. Jakey, what is this you want to talk about? The Shamrock Shave? Oh, um, shout out to on our barber rant. Uh, Derby Supply Co., Vinny the Barber, they are part of, I mean, he talked about it on the show. They're part of that Shamrock Shave being hosted by Old Bridge on Saturday, 316. Benefiting kids for kids with cancer so it's another charity event local charity event so show up have a have a tall frosty and watch people shave their heads for charity so mm. next saturday nice nice let's get out there salute salute to Vinny. uh other local events every monday at the loving cup yeah yeah mm-hmm. we've got uh, motown go. mondays <laughs> with our two guests here what time does that start on at? monday nine o'clock to close nine o'clock nine yeah. to close every monday mm-hmm. night uh check it out i can't wait till uh the weather gets warmer and it's schools out, and I can yeah. uh, go yeah, to partake in this. We need patio yeah. season back. Yeah, yeah. that's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, March eighth, this Friday, uh, past guest weapons of mass creation. They're playing. They're starting their tour to Texas for South by Southwest by playing a show at Picnic this oh, Friday. Shoot. It's a free show. That's dope. You can check that out before they leave. And they're. I mean, they're playing a bunch of shows the rest of the month uh, out in Texas as uh, the part of the Southwest. Uh, music festival and the texas fest so uh wish them adieu before they leave this friday night at picnic yeah and then also sean hooked him up with tony from reno as fuck they're gonna get a bunch of uh reno's fuck gear to rock down in uh texas to uh did i hear there's some reno as fuck stickers somewhere yeah yes. there is we got some yeah. for you. i need one of those yes yeah. Yeah. shout out to tony too yeah 
So big salute, you know, making forming like Voltron in this bitch. <laughs> uh, other news: March twenty seventh, there's an open mic and poetry slam at Holland from put on by Spoken Views, and there will be a guest poet to kick off National Poetry Month. Uh, poet Brandon Leak will be performing, so uh, check that out. That that will probably actually be super packed, so you might have to get tickets ahead of time for that. March 29th is my hip-hop art show, my annual fundraiser at Holland Project. Uh, we got over 30 different artists. I emailed them out their lyrics uh, today. What they get is a bunch of different artists. We uh, picked this one's a celebration of 90s hip-hop. So we got 11 different hip-hop verses from the 90s. Each artist gets a random verse, Ooh, and they create dope. a piece of artwork for it. And you can come out. There will be a silent auction for all the pieces on March 29th. We'll have some DJs there. Salutes to Steve Bauckham. Uh, probably try and get some B-Boys, uh, mm-hmm. some entertainers, and just uh, have a grand old party. So that will be uh, Friday, March 29th, and it's to support the Holland Project. So that sounds dope. Holland Project is dope. And lastly, the Boogie Down open mic at Holland will be April 14th, the first one. So I think uh, Elzo will be doing a little... A little scratch seminar. A scratch seminar workshop if you are interested in uh, yeah. the art of the scratch as a DJ. Already, and, th- already talked to Ethic, and hopefully they'll do like a transition one. So Damn. Mm-hmm. Get so, uh, source up there. Check that out. Is that a new thing? This will be the first, first one. Yeah. We're meeting uh, this Sunday, right, to discuss uh, to the To discuss details. more is, detail. Is that the thing that Ian was yes. trying to do? Yes. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. T- when we did the B-Boy Jam at Holland a couple months back. Oh, he was talking about that? Oh, you were there he for that? That's about... okay. Yeah, me and he Epic m- did Ethic. <laughs> did it. Not to be confused <laughs> epic. with Shout Epic. Out Shout epic. out to Epic. Yeah, um, salutes. Uh, Ian is helping us. That's the homie. JT, uh, Jamal, Jamal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elzo. Elzo. Ecto, everybody, Caesar and I are kind of like bunch of old men trying to get shit. Work together and help out (laughs) the kids. Yeah, Yeah. talented individuals. That's cool that y'all are working with with the homies, man. Really Mm -hmm. dope. Yeah, then like you know, we'll teach a little hip hop history, like with me and like the photography side, and like just do have some uh, live painters. Mm -hmm. You know, just the the five elements. Yeah, that's dope. We'll be represented at both those events. So check those out. The 29th, the 29th of March, and then April 14th for those two events. Yeah, Yeah, my son will love that shit. Yeah, so like bring the kids. Like it's gonna all ages. Yeah, at Holland it's all ages, especially like the boogie down um, for Sean's show, and then the boogie down book club thing that we're doing so that's all ages so bring your kids and it's a sunday so it's pretty much like going to church it's tight <laughs> church. you'll mm-hmm. definitely get some uh, good mu- music exactly and learning going on mm-hmm. well that's it um we have a a tagline what should we call this episode i don't know i don't know we'll have to think uh, about it yeah uh, i have no clue sorry got an idea what you got vinyl's back <laughs> we'll think about it. Maybe put me on the spot. I get less clever. We do <laughs> well, we want to thank both of you for yeah, joining you us tonight. Yeah, thank you for having here us at the Honeycomb Hideout. We appreciate this again every Monday night at Loving Cup. Check out Motown Mondays. Yes, Mom, sir. check out Moms. Mom, <laughs> yes, check your mom out. We're one of thirty-five cities to have it, so uh, appreciate it, people. Exactly. On your hands, go down there and get and, some good music. And also, if there's anyone listening who wants to guest DJ at Mom, we're gonna be booking local yes. guest DJs. We're looking. beginning in April, so it's me and Ethic for now, just trying to build it up a little bit. But we got the homie Andrew, who used to do the Soul Party here at Lincoln Lounge. Nice, um, yeah, yeah. We got Elzo on deck. We got some local homies. So if you if you know folks, just tell them to reach out to me or or Brandon. Um, 
because we definitely want to be putting local people on. So yep, yep, yep. Holla, cool. If they want to find you guys, where can they find you guys at on social media? Uh, I just have Instagram at DJ Ethic O Five. How do you spell ethic? E T H I K, because in hip hop we can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm DJ Soros. DJ S A U R U S at DJ Soros at Instagram. He has a dinosaur as a picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got headphones on too, right? Yeah. Headphones in the record? Uh, I think my Instagram is just a, a dinosaur. It's just a dinosaur by itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brontosaurus. <laughs> I need to stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like seeing shit that's not even there. <laughs> Have you seen the back of a $5 bill? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, you seen it on weed, on weed? man? Red team go. Red team go. Is he in the bushes? I don't know if he's in the bushes. I have a shameless plug before we get out of do here. Do it, do it. Um, speaking of dinosaurs, which reminded me, I just got hired by the Cal Academy of Sciences. Oh, are you an archaeologist? In San Damn. Francisco. Some tickets. Yeah, uh, holla. To do a gig uh, March 21st, and it's the grand opening of this exhibit called Dino Days. But and Dino Days is they're basically putting together an exhibit with 80 animatronic dinosaurs. We were just there last month, and I saw the pamphlet for that yeah. shit. You're going to be spinning for that? Well, they hired me to do the grand opening. Ooh, and my homie, nice. Sean G and Lady Ryan, um, they hired me for the Saurus name. And <laughs> they're like, you know, we want to we wanna promote it, uh, you know. Side by side with you, know you, you need as is that, the dinosaur that thing. That big ass uh, T Rex <laughs> yeah, suit. Oh, uh, yeah. Start DJing with that. Spinning spinning that, that would be hot. Start cutting it up with that. Oh, yeah. man. The little arms. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how you go viral. Wow. You'll see that shit 10 years <laughs> yeah. from now shit on the internet. Viral and yeah. pass out. <laughs> but the other dope thing about that gig is there's a, a orchestra called the Awesome Orchestra performing the Jurassic park soundtrack oh, with what? me da, da, DJing. Da, da, what uh, so if y'all make it out to the city san francisco shout out cal academy of sciences um march 21st the exhibit's called dino days bring your kids i get passes yeah we're going for come sure. through you know what i mean um, so you hear that bay area listeners and uh, all of our central valley listeners <laughs> we do have a lot of bay listeners <laughs> we, so, have yeah. of, we have a it lot is, more central valley listeners. it's only, it's only like <laughs> three and a half four hours from reno <laughs> well, until next time, you guys, thanks for uh, listening. You can check Caesar and I out every Friday night from 9 to 11 on 97.7 K-Wink, playing nothing but the best in all things hip-hop. Improving that algorithm, improving your soul. And uh, you could also listen on www.kwnkradio.org. If you want to stream that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, check us out on the website, upinthemix.live, for all the latest on the podcast front. Upinthemix.live on every social media. Instagram and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, until next time, this is Sean saying peace. Uh, this is uh, De La Photo. Salud. It's Jake. I'm out. Is <laughs> <laughs> he in the bushes? In the I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, there you have it, hip hoppers and mark ass busters, baby mamas and nine to fivers. This is another fine ass edition of Up in the Mix with Captain Kulo, the truth, and the token white guy. I just want y'all to know, last time I got blowed, Snickers bars was a nickel. This is AKA Most Deaf, AKA El Negro, AKA Grumpy, AKA Jamal left at 2.15 a.m. saying peace and hair grease. Make sure you follow at www.upinthemix.live and Della Photo Reno. That's D-E-L-A-F-O-T-O-R-E-N-O. So until next time, stay black.